And good afternoon, good afternoon. My name is Len Tillum. I'm a lawyer. News Talk 910. You got legal problems? I'm a lawyer. I got legal answers. That's what I'm here for, to solve those problems, to fool around. And, and you know you get off on it because you hear all these horrendous problems. And you, you're like a chicken. You sit there going, cluck, 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 cluck. I'm so glad my life isn't as terrible as that person's. Listen, if, if that's how you get your cluck, 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 clucks off, by all means, be my guest. Call it in, 866-536-1000. Take your misery and make somebody else happy that they're not you. Such a deal. 866-536-1000. Live radio, the lawyers here, 3 to 4, News Talk 910, Monday to Friday. Mike in Oakland. Let tell him, Mike, how come you're calling a lawyer? Yeah, hi, yeah, Len. Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. I was uh, waiting on the traffic uh, light, you know, red light, you know? I mm-hmm. was waiting, and then this, there are like ambulance car and a police car as behind me, you know, honking on me, pressuring me to move out of the way. So I pulled in the front, and then the flash went on, you know, the camera light, you know? Now, and, wait, wait uh, a second. This was a red light camera light. You were yeah, stopped yeah. for the red light, but an ambulance and a cop car came out behind you, right? An ambulance and a cop car came out behind you, and they forced you to go through the light, and and you got the ticket. Yeah, I got the ticket. So I went to court, and they didn't believe me. They didn't believe you? Didn't wait. When they they took the picture, you should have done it slowly enough. When they took the picture, didn't the picture also have the ambulance behind you? I really don't know. Just my picture only showed somehow, you know, the one the other way or something. I'm not sure because it was so, uh, well, listen, you know, like had tension you... and nervousness and everything, you know, so I right. just... So and by the way, you know, had you refused, have you refused to get out of the way for the police car and the ambulance, the cop would have gotten mad, thrown you on the ground, kicked you a few times maybe. It would have been worse than getting a red light ticket from that stupid camera, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, so, so they did, I believe you. They didn't believe you. I believe you. But please go on. So what would you do in that case? You know, you just ignore it, or what do you do? No, wait a minute. When I went, you, to, wait, when wait. I went to traffic school, when I went to traffic school, it was like an ex-highway patrol man was teaching us, and she told me you should have refused. You should have just stayed there and ignored it. No, no, no. no. I, I disagree, because... The law says that if a police car comes screaming up your rear end and you're in your car, you better get out of the way. I, I mean, anyway, forget that. It's over. You're calling me about the ticket, right, that you got. Did you go to traffic yeah. school? Yeah, the traffic school. I went, I went. They said it would go off the record. But sometimes, you know, like uh, you get pulled over, you know, for a minor incident. They look at your record and then if it's clean, they let you, you know, they give you a break. You know, no, no, wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Record. Uh, let me explain. Uh, traffic school does not erase a conviction off your record. That conviction is there, but it prevents a point, that point for going through a red light, from being added to your DMV record so your insurance rates don't go up. It counts as a conviction against that 20% discount on your insurance rates for being a good driver that was created by Prop 103. But if you only have one minor violation, if you only have one ticket in the last three years, you don't lose the 20% discount. So your rates didn't go up, did they, Mike? No, it didn't. I went to school. I had it like maybe 15 years. This is my first ticket, maybe 15, 20 years. Yeah, don't, don't even worry about it. It's over. I'm sorry you got the ticket. I think you did the right thing in getting out of the way of the police car and the ambulance. I mean, somebody was dying. How could you not? They need the ambulance. It's an emergency. You have to get out of the way. So, so 
in the future I just uh, you know get in, you know get out of the way and deal with the ticket is that what it is in the future I guess you know this is so rare or else if you could pull over to the right and not go through the intersection but I guess I would try to do it so slowly so that when the thing flashes but it only flashes at your license plate it doesn't flash at what's behind you you know yeah um, yeah but the photo showed clear picture of mine and everything that's and, you know, it I'm too late it's over yeah I, I, you know um I would have believed you if I was the judge if it does any good. But um, don't worry about it. Your rates didn't go up. It's never going to happen again. Now, that's a rare story, right? I mean, the ambulance is coming through and screaming. The light goes off. <laughs> Stuff happens. 866-536-1000. You got legal problems? I've got all kinds of legal answers. I'd love to hear from you. I'm a lawyer. Let's see. Hold that. Mike in Modesto. Len Tillam, Mike. How come you're calling a lawyer? Yeah, hi. I uh, I rented a place uh, back in November, and uh, landlord told me to go get uh, you know garbage service. So I went down there, and long story short, I know from the city that I cannot get it in my name because it's just uh, billing issues at this property. Wait, wait, wait! I say that again. You can't get garbage service in your name because why? Uh, because previous tenants and owners of the uh, property did not you know pay their bill on time. Oh, so let's say you live at 123 Main Street. And if the people who live at 123 Main Street before you didn't pay the garbage bill, they're not going to take your garbage even though you sign a new bill for that address. Is that right? Yeah, the city says it has to be in the owner's, you know, the property owner's name from now on because of some city ordinance that they adopted. Okay, so what's going on? The garbage is not getting collected? Uh, the, the landlord picks it up here and there. Um, yeah, no, no, not here and there. Not, he's supposed to pick it up once a week. That's what, The garbage company in Modesto, where you live, the garbage company picks it up once a week, right? Yeah. Don't give me this here, here, and there crap. He Does he pick it up once a week or not? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, we don't have any cans, so he just has us leave it out front. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Go buy a can at Home Depot. It's like $8 for a can, $12 for one of those plastic cans. Go buy a can. He says he, yeah, my landlord's kind of ridiculous. He says he, he doesn't want to uh, dig in a trash can to pick out all the garbage. He says just leave it piled up in front. Well, wait, you got in trouble that. for that, right? Yeah. That's called yeah. littering. Let me explain something. If you were my next-door neighbor and you put plastic bags full of garbage on the street, I would go bananas because the dogs and the rats are going to tear it open. You're going to make the neighborhood into a slum, you know? Yep. Yeah. So, so no, no, no. You, he can't tell you to leave it on the street. So, um, Oh, he's asking me to leave it on the property, and he'll come by when he feels like it and pick it up. No, that's not a good deal. You know, that, that's the, that's That's... You can report him for that. But you got in trouble. Tell me what happened with Child Protective Services. Well, my daughter gets picked up by a school bus, and they ended up turning us in because they saw the garbage sitting out there. One time, he didn't pick it up for over a week. And so CBS came by. They checked out her house. They said everything was good, but we needed to, uh, put I the... guess, because of some city ordinance. Yeah, you got to put the garbage in garbage cans. So listen to me. <laughs> Your landlord is a horse's ass. I hate him. He's a, just a <laughs> stupid bastard, if you ask me. Your landlord, first of all, it's against law. You tell him, I've got to put it in a garbage can, and I don't want you to collect it. I'll pay the bill, but you put it in your name, and then we'll get it done once a week properly. Okay? Well, here's the issue, though, is that uh, there's a past due balance 
uh, I guess, in his name. That, he's got to pay um, that. He has to pay yeah, that. Yeah, he says he doesn't have the money and he won't pay it. So that's the issue I'm having. And the CPS said that it can't be hauled out because we're in uh, city limit. He says the CPS worker says they want to see. Call. You live in the I city of Modesto, right? You live in the city yeah. of Modesto. Call the Board of Health or the planning department and report them. Or else call the garbage company. Call the garbage company. Tell them what's going on. Now, you could even move out. Do you like where you live in otherwise? Yeah, I like, I like living in the house, and we just moved All here. right, so here's what you got to do. Go buy a garbage can. You, you, here's what you do. You buy a garbage can. You got it? You buy a garbage can, and you call up the garbage place. They won't take it in your name. You buy a garbage can, you put the garbage in the garbage can where it's supposed to be, and you tell the landlord to get it there, and if he doesn't like it, to pay the bill. You got that? Well, CPS says we have to, they want to see us signed up for garbage service through the city. They said sitting it in a trash can won't do it. I guarantee you they're not going to take your kids away. How many kids you got? I got two kids. How old are they? Three and five. They're not going to take them away because you don't get garbage service. Call up your landlord. This is crazy. You know, CPS makes you crazy. You're in the middle. You're trying to be a good guy. Here's what you do. You call the supervisor in Modesto, your supervisor, Okay. And you let them know what's going on. And you call the Department oh, of Health. They're, they're well aware of what's going on. I told them the whole story, and they said he needs to come down and pay the past due balance and sign up. Then take him to court. Take him to small Is that claims. really my only option, take him to court? And You can what, beat the hell out of him next time you see him on the street. Do you want to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. What well, else Lord, can you – let's go – I mean, this is so insane. These problems people collect co- co- create over nothing. He won't pay the garbage bill. The garbage won't collect it from you. Um, you'd have to force him to do it. He's actually creating an unhealthy situation so the place is not habitable. But you don't want to move out. Look, here's what you no, do. No, I don't. Go to Home Depot for $12 or $20, buy a garbage can, and stop putting your garbage in the can. And put it where it's supposed to be. And you tell him you're going to get a ticket. If not, it's in the can, and you're not leaving it on the porch. You got it? Yeah. End of story. Start putting it in a garbage can and let him take care of it from there. If uh, you know, if I get CPS again and they, you know, they they're not going to take your kid away over this. You tell call CPS up and you say, look, why don't you put some pressure on my landlord? I've tried. They're not taking your kid away from it. All right. Can you get okay. a recycling can also? Because you're supposed to recycle. You know. Yeah, actually, the city doesn't recycle here. Go figure that one. Okay, look, your home is not a dump inside, right? It's clean and nice and a no, safe... No, CPS said the house is cool inside. CPS, I guarantee, won't do anything. You got some stupid volunteer in CPS who doesn't know what she she probably is talking about. They're not going to yeah. take your kids away. Tell CPS to call your landlord. Go get a garbage can. Keep it in the garbage can. And if your landlord has fights, I'll help you sue the bastard, all right? So that, I mean, the end result is, um, I mean, my final option is to sue him for what the balance Creating a nuisance. He's creating a nuisance. That's what you'd sue him in small claims court. Creating a nuisance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he can't evict you because it's a retaliatory eviction. you got to call him up and you say, look, I was just contacted by CPS. This is unhealthy and the city's coming after me. Either you do something about it or I'm going to have to sue you in court. He's got to pay the bill. You got it? Yeah, well, I have a left and voicemail. He's not getting back to me, so I might then, just have to take him to court. Take him to and court. His son has also talked to him about it, and uh, he's not responding. Then so take him to court for creating. Mike, listen to me. If you sue him, you know where he lives? 
Oh, yeah, he lives down the street from me. Okay, here's what you do. Let him get a little crazy. Give him a mini heart attack, the dope. You get the papers online. What county do you live in? It's Stanislaus County. You get the papers, Stanislaus County online, small claims court. Okay? Oh, by the way, wait a second. David just told me something. How much is owed to the garbage company? The city won't tell me because of privacy laws, but my landlord said it's somewhere in the range of a few thousand dollars. How much is your rent? 900 Because if the bill for the garbage company is less than one month's rent, you could pay the bill and deduct your cost from the rent. No, unfortunately, it's, I thought of that, but unfortunately... Okay, so call up the garbage company and say, look, I will give you one month's rent. I will pay you one month's rent to the bill. You got it? And then will you put it yeah. in my name and I'll pay it month to month? If they say yes to that, write your landlord a letter saying I'm giving them one month's rent. They will solve the problem. That way you'll still owe the rest and it's in my name. You're willing to pay it. Uh, they won't. They won't. Uh, they won't allow me to get it in my name. They said because of city ordinance. Then you have to forget everything I said. All that creativity. Forget about it. You have to sue the landlord in small claims court for creating a nuisance. Sue him for five thousand dollars. Okay. Five thousand. Okay. Yeah. Good luck to you. That's what I was wondering. There you go. You'll get his attention. I guarantee it. Eight six six. Five three six one thousand. When you die, does your credit card bill die with you? Is that a reason to run to Las Vegas and spend it all before you die? Stick around. 866-536-1000. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. I'm a lawyer. I've got open lines. I'd love to hear from you live till 4. 866-536-1000. Mike in Brentwood. Len Tillum, Mike, how come you're calling a lawyer? Uh, well, I'm calling to ask you a question about uh, credit card debt and uh, what happens to it when somebody passes away. Just some background. My mother-in-law passed away last Friday, and um, she had a about a $16,000 credit card debt, you know, for which she had been receiving calls from the bank saying, you know, hey, it's time to pay, time to pay. $16,000. Is that what you said? 16000 16 that's correct. Okay, go on. And, um... I guess the question is, now that she has passed away, the credit card's solely in her name. What happens to the debt? Now, she does own a home that has you know, it's been passed on to you know, my wife and her sister, or the two heirs to the estate. And, you know, it, the question is, what happens to that debt? Can the bank put, if, if payments aren't made on the credit card, can the bank put a loan on the house? You mean a lien? I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, a lien on the house. Um, to, uh, to collect after that house is sold. Let me explain. When you die, the house, if it said, you know, if your mother owned the house in a trust, your mother-in-law owned the house in a trust, and the trust said, what's your mother-in-law's first name? Mary. It says, Mary, give it to my two daughters, and it's in a trust, and your daughters can take the house out of the trust and pass it to themselves, you know, the credit card company is supposed to be paid off. When you die, here's the, what's supposed to be. When you die, your debts are supposed to be paid off. You know, she can't just pass the house. She's supposed to pay off her debts. Right. If the house is in a trust, I'm not saying you should do this, but it often happens. The heirs distribute the house to the beneficiaries, and then the credit card company has to come back and find the beneficiaries and sue them to get paid. It usually doesn't happen. But... Right. When your mother-in-law died, was the house in her name alone, or was it in a trust? It was not in a trust. 
It was in her name and her husband's name, but her husband died 10 months before she died. Right, so it was probably her husband and her as joint tenants, and he died first. That means if it's just in your mother-in-law's name now, it's subject to probate administration. And where did she die? Texas. In Texas, it's got to go to probate. And what happens in probate, creditors get paid off before the heirs inherit what's left. When you die... Your bills get paid off first. You notify creditors. So the cre- let's say it's Visa that's owed the sixteen grand. They'll be notified, and, and they the house will be sold, and Visa gets sixteen grand, and then your wife and her sister split the money. But right. if it sometimes, you know, you can sometimes call up the the bank and negotiate with the creditor, like the Visa, and negotiate. But in a case like this, they know there's a probate, and they're going to get paid, and they're not going to uh, negotiate. They want their sixteen grand. So um, people who pass property through trusts, although they're not supposed to, often don't pay creditors and get away with it. But not with a, when it goes through court and a probate. You got that? Got it. Okay. Is there is there an amount when uh, for like inheritance? When is there a certain amount of inheritance that people can receive that they aren't responsible for paying taxes on? Well, no, there's a state tax. There's no income tax in, in Texas. There's no income tax. And right. a state tax, uh, the tra- tax on the transfer of wealth between generations, starts at fifth, at $5 million. Okay? So the state tax is exemption is, now David tells me he's right, it's 5250000 $5, And it, it goes up every year with cost of living. But right now you can pass $5,250,000 free of a state tax. So if your grandmother only owned the house in Texas and sixteen grand in debt, she doesn't have to worry about a state tax. It's just the creditors. Got it? Okay. I got it. Okay. Had Mike's mother-in-law done a trust, as my clients do, uh, let's see. You don't pay probate fees. You don't pay lawyers. And sometimes you beat the creditors, too. Another good reason to do a trust. Let's say hello now to Maria. Maria in Dixon. Len, tell her, Maria, how come you're calling a lawyer? Hi, Len. I have a, a pretty dumb situation that happened to my friend this weekend. And um, they went out partying, and they came back to their friend's house, and um, they were really drunk. And my friend went inside um, his friend's house, and he ended up peeing in the living room. Wait, how old is this guy, the one who peed in the living room? 28. 28. So, so he was so drunk, he thought the couch was a urinal? Yes. <laughs> Ugh, God, he peed in the living room. Ugh. So what happened? Yeah, but, his, but his friends were drunk, too, so instead of um, telling him to clean it up, they just jumped him and beat him up. How badly? So he ended up, he ended up walking away and walking home, um, but I guess it didn't end there because they continued to hit him when he fell off trying to walk away. <laughs> How badly was but, he beaten up? Um, he ended up going to the, the doctor the day after, and I guess he suffered a, a minor concussion. Yeah. And they're still his friends, yeah. right? Um, I told him those are not your friends. Friends don't do that to right, you. Right, right, right. So <laughs> how come you're calling me? He, I, I wanted to know what he's able to do with it because is he able to file a report? With yeah, yeah, he can call department? the cops. He can call the cops. And he's going to say to the cops, I was so drunk, I peed in the living room. I don't remember everything that happened. You know, Does that affect his um, previous GUI can conviction what DUI conviction um, he got well he had a DUI in the past how long ago I believe um, a couple months ago he's on either probation 
he's on probation right now or he's released in his own recognizance if the case yeah. isn't over. And there are conditions on him that he doesn't get drunk. If you if, if they waiting for trial, they let you out of jail. They say as a condition of probation, you know, or of bail that you don't get drunk. So he's going to go to the cops and say, two months ago, I got so drunk. I got a drunk driving and now I got so drunk. I peed on somebody's floor and they beat me up. He should not go to the cops. You know, I, I mean, he, he look, no, he's a drunk. He needs to go to AA. He was so <laughs> drunk. He was so drunk, he thought it was really funny to whip it out and urinate in the living room. Or he was so drunk, he was completely disoriented and he couldn't tell this between a couch and a toilet bowl. Okay, so it would be a complete waste of time. Complete waste of time. He needs to go to an AA meeting. 28 years okay. old, right? Yes. How many guys are you in love with who are 28 <laughs> years old who drink like that? Haven't you? How um, old are you, Maria? I'm 28 and I'm I'm married. <laughs> Does your husband drink like that? Does he come home so drunk he falls on the floor? Negative. My husband's in the military. So. There you go. Okay, good. Very straight. Better for you. Yes. Let me hear it for straight guys. You're welcome. Stick around. We've got more. Um, your dentist screws up your bridge work twice. Can you punch the dentist in the teeth? That's the question. Stick around. We got more. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. You got problems. I've got open lines. 866-536-1000. Hey, Linda in San Francisco, how come you're calling a lawyer? <laughs> Hi, Lynn. Thanks for being there, first of all. Um, I'm calling you because I've got this icky, sticky situation, um, a patch and repair job on my teeth. Two years ago, and so I'm just wondering how liable a dentist is. Um, tell, tell us the story. What happened? Okay, well, two years ago, I had some bridge work done on my teeth, um, and uh, about a year after that, I was having a lot of pain in that area. So I went to my root canal specialist. I know it sounds like I have really bad teeth. I don't. I just, you know, time moves on and things mm -hmm. fall apart. Anyway, so I went to my root guy, root canal guy, and he said, oh, you don't need a root canal. This is the bridge. It doesn't fit properly. There's this notch here. So he sent me downstairs to a specialist to confirm the same thing. So um, I went back to the doctor, who originally the dentist who did it, and um, I was upset w with him. I, w I, I wasn't. How much um, did the bridge cost originally? Uh, Seventy-five hundred dollars. And when was that? Two years ago. And so last year you went to the um, endodontist thinking it was root canal, and he said, yes. "No, it's the bridge." Right. Right. And so did you go back to the original dentist? Right. Right, so he and he redid it for me. He wasn't too happy. I wasn't too happy, but he redid it for me. Without and he said, "quote and we stand by our work." So he redid it. I wanted to go to a specialist to have it done, because the truth is he's not a specialist in this area. He's kind of a smiley guy. He makes people's teeth, you know, wider and right. And and, 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 and I think that's called prosthodontics. You know, these there are yeah. specialists now who do bridges and things. So this smiley guy fixes it. Did he make it any better? Well, I thought he had. I thought he had. So now it's been nine months since that repair. And again, I had pain. I was having pain in that area. I didn't think too much about it. But my hygienist, you know, last, I was at my hygienist a few weeks ago, and she says, oh, your gums are really swollen in this area. Oh, no. Really tender. I said, oh, it's been hurting. So, um, I go, so I go back to him very carefully this time, and I said, you know, I, I, um, I explained to him the problem. And I was straight away, I said to him, I'm not saying that it's the bridge. Why didn't know. you? You know it's the bridge. Why, why are you afraid well, to say Lynn, it, you know, hey, it is the bridge? Naive. On the upper right side of my mouth. Call me naive, but I, because, I could t because he had fixed the problem before, um, I could feel the difference in how the bridge was. I was able to floss, and before I couldn't. 
So because I was able to floss so easily, I assumed the problem was taken care of. So he looks at, so as I'm telling him, you know, about my pain and stuff, and he says, well, look, you could have a fractured root. So he checks me over a bit, and then when he's done, he, said, he says to me, it's not a fractured root, so I want you to, he gave me a, mouth, a prescription for antibiotic for mouthwash and said, if it still bothers you in a week, I recommend you go to a periodontist. I can recommend one for you, or you can go to your own. I'll translate um, that. I'm done with me? you, lady. Here, I'm going to translate that. I'm done with you, lady, and I'm not going to fix it anymore. You're on your own. Well, you know, but see, I, I, I don't want to plead, you know, I, and so I, I, it didn't feel right to me because I felt like it was more pain. I didn't think it was my gum. So I said, so I'm thinking, okay, so I go to, I, this is what got, this is what started to turn the whole thing for me. I went to go out and I asked the receptionist, you know, how, oh, so he, so he didn't give me a real problem. He didn't give me a real um, uh, diagnosis. He, he wasn't sure. I mean, he didn't say that. He just said, well, you know, I think you need to go to Paradonis. It's a Paradonis problem. Okay. So I go to check out, and she tells me it's going to be $188. Get out of here. Yeah. I actually said that to her. I said, really? So, you know, I put my card out, pay for it, charge it, you know. I'm walking down the hall. I would have said no right then well, and there. maybe that's where I made my mistake. But, see, I wasn't thinking that it was necessarily a bridge. I just didn't know. You know, I'm, call me Pollyanna. I'm not stupid, but... Anyway, so, but within a couple of days, um, and I, I used the mouthwash, but within a couple of days, it was really hurting. So I went back to my hygienist, who in her office is a, a specialist for, for this kind of for bridge work and that kind of stuff. So I went to her, um, and she had seen me before with the first one. I went to her, explained the situation. She looked at it. She spent two hours with me. She cleaned it out. She said there was some, a bit of an infection in there. She... She cleaned it out, put an antibiotic in there, cleaned out some cement that was there that she said shouldn't have been there. She was very careful. I want to tell you, Lynn, she was very careful about not criticizing him, not putting any blame right. on that. Right, they never do. They never do. She, well, she's the second doctor, and she said that this bridge doesn't fit right. There's a notch, and food has gotten underneath it. And she said it needs to come out. Linda, let me give you the answer. The first dentist, he's never going to fix it, no, and it's hard to sue them. It, it's not thinking. called breach of yeah. contract. I, you know, well, you can't you know, get your I, money back. Um, look, it, it's medical malpractice. You have to sue. You can't sue. He promised me a bridge. It doesn't work. He breached a contract. No. You gotta, it's malpractice, and you've got to prove he didn't act with the skill and care of a competent dentist. Yeah. You can't testify right. as to that because you're not an expert. It's expensive. Right. You're never going to get a case. Um, That's what I'm so. You got to bite the bullet and get this good dentist to fix it and forget yeah. it. And you can call up the other dentist and say, "Look, you really screwed up. You gave me the terrible bridge. I'd like my money back." <laughs> I want my hundred eighty-eight dollars back. That too. And why don't you report him? him that. He, he, he said no, right? Yeah, he said no. Report him to the dental society. Well, California dental. Really? File a complaint. He didn't do competent work. Let him get a record on him and go to the good dentist. And it, can you afford this? I know not it, easily. But, not easily. I mean, but what are you going to do? You're in pain. I know. Well, and it's my teeth. Yeah. I would. Like and you're 62. You're too young to be walking around with you know gapping teeth. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Well, so, I tell you what. I have to give my husband credit because he saw it. The guy and he paid for this. Well, he paid for most all of this. And he said, "Take him to small claims." And I thought, I don't think I can. I really it's not breach of contract. It's not negligence. You can't yeah. sue dentists for negligence. You have to sue them for medical malpractice, and that yeah. needs an expert. It's really sorry, Linda. That's I'm okay. sorry Thank this happened. Know. Get another dentist. Report the guy. Make him a little bit crazy. 
Phil in San Leandro. Len, tell him, Phil. Turn off the radio, Phil. You're on the air. Phil. Hi, Len. How you doing? Good, Phil. What's going on? I'm good. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, let me tell you a story. About a year ago, I moved to I'm uh, California from Arizona, but I still uh, own a house in Arizona. Uh, that's where my son and uh, his, girl, his girlfriend live. Uh, three or four days ago, I just... I. I didn't know that I have a tenant problem because I didn't know that they let some people in there to uh, maybe help them, you know, pay extra for the... Yeah, what's the problem with the, t- the ones your son let move in? What's going on? Uh, well, uh, they stopped paying, and now they're having a problem with them, and they want to, you know, kick them out, and they would not leave. Oh, okay. So y- you're the landlord, and yes. your son yes, and his wife are the tenants. And yes. the couple renting the room from your son and his wife are what's called subtenants. You didn't. I, you didn't rent to them. You don't have any contract with them. So you, your son yes. has to. They promised you nothing. So Correct. really, your son has to evict these people. He's their landlord, Correct. not you. You got it. Right. And under, right. But they don't have. They don't have any uh, contract. All they have is a verbal. Agreement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've been. They paid some rent, didn't they? I think they did. Uh, Once you let them in and they pay rent, they're tenants. You got it? Now, he should talk. Let, let me explain something. What? If he's only renting out one room, in California, you could call them boarders or, and you can throw them out. But this is Arizona, right? Peoria, Arizona? Yes, sir. I don't know what the law is in Arizona. So he needs to contact a lawyer who does landlord-tenant. You got that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and by the way, there are two people in the room. So in California, they wouldn't be counted as boarders. But I don't know what it is in Arizona. You may be able to throw him out or not. But he's got to get a lawyer who does landlord-tenant work and ask him. But even though there's no contract in writing, you can be a month-to-month tenancy. He took the rent. So um, he's got to hire a lawyer to kick him out. Maybe you can help him get one. But your son has to do it, not you. Got it? Okay. I thought I had to do it because I'm, I was the owner of the house. No, no. You're the owner of the house, but you've never met those people. Your son is renting from you. They are the subtenants, and there's no contract between you and the subtenants. Your son had everything to do with it. He's the one who's got to kick them out. Got it? Got and, it. And plus, you're in San Leandro, and the house is in Peoria, Arizona. Better your son kicks him out. Let him take care of his own problems. Well, will do. Thank you. Stick around. We've got lots more. Kid was caught, I don't know, kid, shoplifting at 18. We got a story. Len Tillum, News Talk 910. Len Tillum, I'm a lawyer. You got legal problems? Don't call them in. It's too late. You can email me. Go to lentillum.com, L-E-N-T-I-L-L-E-M, or len at lentillum.com. Send me an email. We answer them. I work with two other law- three other lawyers, trusts and estates, medical malpractice, nursing home abuse, Somebody's injured in an automobile accident. We've got Jim Gagan handling that. Divorce. I got a divorce lawyer. You got legal problems? We'll answer them. Len at lentillum.com or go to lentillum.com and click on me. Send me an email. Henry in San Jose. Len Tillum, Henry. Why are you calling a lawyer? Uh, good afternoon, sir. Uh, so, 14 years ago, uh, I hung out with a long group of friends and uh, we got caught stealing some clothes at Macy's. Um, so, uh, uh, I got a misdemeanor for it. Misdemeanor shoplifting, right? Yes. 
How old were you when you got caught? Uh, 18, sir. Okay. And did you go to jail? No, I didn't, no. Just community service. Okay. And have you ever been in trouble since? Uh, no, no. Okay. How come you're calling me? Okay. My question is, uh, how long does this kind of stuff uh, <clears throat> stay on your record? And if it's still on my record, what can I do to clear it? Okay. In California, when they do a normal background check... Criminal convictions like these misdemeanors, misdemeanor shoplifting, is reported seven years after you were convicted. So it shouldn't even be there anymore. Okay. Um, but there are some jobs, including government jobs and jobs where you have access to narcotics or you're alone with children like school teachers. They will do a full background check, which shows all of your convictions, even if it's been expunged. So if you're applying for a state or a city job or a federal government job, you tell them all, even if they're cons- expunged. Um, are you looking for a job, or you're just curious if no, this... No, I have a good job now. I mean, I'm just... Uh, okay, want, you know, here's I what you can do. Record, you know? Okay, here's what you do. Go to a live scan office, L-I-V-E-S-C-A-N. You can Google them. They're all over. And what happens is they'll take your fingerprints with some kind of live scan, charge you a few bucks, and they can get you a copy of your criminal record from the Department of Justice. Okay. Live scan office. And you'll see your criminal record. L-I-V-E-S-C-N. L-I-V-E-S-C-A-N. And, I don't know, they charge maybe 20 bucks, whatever it is, and you can get your criminal record. If the conviction is there, what county did you get the shoplifting in? It's in uh, Cupertino. So is that Contra Costa County? No, it's Cupertino. uh, I think it's Santa Clara County. Santa Clara County. Okay, I get them all confused. So you'd have to go back to the Santa Santa Clara County Courts. Okay. And probation department will give you a, a, a forms to fill out to get your record expunged, to get that conviction. You don't need a lawyer. You can do it yourself. So okay. first go get live scan, and if it comes up on your criminal record, then you go to the Santa Clara County Courts, the probation department, or the clerk has all these forms for expunging a misdemeanor. It's called expunging, E-X-P-U-N-G-E, expunge a misdemeanor. And fill it out. It'll get done, and that's the end of it, Okay. Okay, thank you very much. You're welcome. Stick around. I'm going to say hello to Gil Gross, Len Tillum, News Talk 910.